Welcome. I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Romans. Today is episode 545. Look at Romans chapter 9, verses 24 through 29. Let's read our passage. On us, the ones he also called, not only from the Jews, but also from the Gentiles. As it also says in Hosea, I will call not my people, my people, and she who is unloved, beloved. And it will be in the place where they were told, you are not my people, there will be called sons of the living God. But Isaiah cries out concerning Israel. Though the number of Israelites is like the sand of the sea, only the remnant will be saved, since the Lord will execute his sentence completely and decisively on the earth. And just as Isaiah predicted, if the Lord of hosts had not left us offspring, we would have become like Sodom, and we would have been made like Gomorrah. This is Paul's letter to the church in Rome. Paul is in Corinth on his third missionary journey, and his intention is to accompany the collection for the poor people back to Jerusalem, then leave from Jerusalem and go to Rome, spend a little bit of time there, then go on to Spain. He wants to strengthen the church in Rome. And he's sending them this letter as a well theological background to the gospel. And he's explaining a lot of the background, particularly from an Old Testament perspective, because there's both Jews and Gentiles in the church in Rome. And we don't know the mix. There's probably a lot more Gentiles, but there's a significant number of Jews there. And there's probably a little bit of tension between the Jews and the Gentiles. The tension is over the Old Testament, is over the Jewish law. And what do we do with all that? So Paul's been going through a background to the gospel, the universal nature of sin, and everybody's under condemnation. And the only solution is justification by faith. And all that leads to the question, of, well, what about Israel? Why did God have this group called Israel and the Old Testament law if it seems to be all being pushed aside? And Paul's explaining that. He talked about the idea of the difference between physical Israel and spiritual Israel. Physical Israel is the descendants from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But not all of those descendants were part of the chosen people. Some of the physical descendants were not. But then he explains that it's really it's a spiritual reality. Those who have been justified by faith are the spiritual descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The last time we looked at the idea of God's freedom and purpose, that God does what God wants to do. God says that I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will hard who I will harden. And so the question of well, why does God do it the way He does it? Well, the answer is because that's the way God chose to do it. Now He's continuing this discussion of what about Israel. And so we pick it up in verse 24. There's a difference in translators as to where they make the break. And some want to include 23 and 24 together. Some want to start a new paragraph with 24. And just so it makes sense, I'll, I'll go ahead and pick it up in verse 23 that we looked at last time. Where Paul says, And what if he did this to make known the riches of his glory on objects of mercy that he prepared beforehand for glory on us? the ones he also called, not only from the Jews, but also from the Gentiles. So he's talking here about these people who receive God's mercy, the, the ones to whom he's made known 
the riches of his glory. And he says, and it's Jews and Gentiles. Now he's going to talk about the Gentiles. Then he's going to talk about the Jews. So verses 25 and 26 are talking about the Gentiles. Verse 25, he says, as it also says in Hosea. Now we need to pause and talk a little about Hosea. Hosea is the first of the minor prophets in the Old Testament. Hosea lived in the northern kingdom of Israel. Remember, David, the king, united the 12 tribes of Israel to the nation of Israel. And it remained that way under David's son, Solomon. But after Solomon died, the kingdom split into the northern kingdom of Israel and the southern kingdom of Judah. And it was in the northern kingdom where Hosea lived. And he lived in the 8th century BC, shortly before the northern kingdom of Israel was destroyed by Assyria. And part of his prophecy is the warning to the people of Israel, the northern kingdom, that they are in dire straits and it's going to get bad if they don't repent. God told Hosea to marry Gomer, a promiscuous woman. And it's a imagery here. The relationship between Hosea and Gomer is a picture of the relationship between God and Israel, where it's a one-sided love where Hosea is faithful and forgiving to Gomer, the promiscuous wife, where she is adulterous. The picture being that God is faithful and forgiving to Israel, but Israel is adulterous in that they go chasing after false gods. So Hosea is told to marry Gomer, this promiscuous woman, and she has three children. The first is a son, Jezreel, and that means God scatters. And that's imagery of what God is going to do to Israel. The second is a daughter, Lorumai, which means not pitied. And the third is a son, Loami, which means not my people. Now, Gomer runs off, chases other guys, and somehow ends up at the slave market. And God tells Hosea to go and redeem her out of slavery. So, Homer goes to the slave market and buys her back and restores her. And so the, the picture is of the unfaithful Israel chasing after the false gods with the promise of a future restoration by God. So just to have the background, particularly the children's name, God scatters, not pitied, and not my people. Now, not pitied can also kind of be translated not loved. So, Verse 25, as it also says in Hosea, and here he quotes from Hosea 2.23, I will call not my people my people, and she who is unloved beloved. And there will be in the place where they were told you are not my people, where they will be called sons of the living God. Verse 26 is a quotation from Hosea 1.10. So I will call not my people my people. Now that's one of the children, that's the, the youngest son, Loami, which means not my people. But this is part of the promise of restoration. In the future, in the present, God is exercising judgment on Israel, and he calls them not my people. But in his future restoration, he will call not my people my people. And in the present, 
his judgment is saying that Israel is unloved by him. But in the future, it will be loved. There's a lot of word playing the children of Hosea here, and, and you see two of them here. The third one, God scatters, is what actually happens to Israel. The intent of Hosea is to show the future restoration of the northern kingdom of Israel. But Paul takes this in an entirely different perspective and says this shows the bringing in of Gentiles as people of God who are once called not my people, but now God calls them my people who were once considered not loved by God, but now are loved by God. So Paul takes this message from Hosea about people were considered not my people and unloved, but now are his people and are loved. And he says that's applicable to Gentiles. So this idea of who is the true spiritual chosen people, it's Gentiles and Jews. Here he deals with the Gentiles. Now verses 27 through 29, he deals with the Jews. Verse 27, but Isaiah cries out concerning Israel. Now Isaiah lived about the same time as Hosea, where Hosea lived in the northern kingdom of Israel. Isaiah lived in the southern kingdom of Judah. Although Isaiah prophesied about both the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom and other kingdoms like Assyria and Egypt. But Isaiah cries out concerning Israel. Though the number of Israelites is like the sand of the sea, only the remnant will be saved. This is from Isaiah 10, 22 and 23. Now catch the words there. The number is like the sands of the sea. That is a lot. But only the remnant will be saved. So even out of these people who are called the chosen people of God, only a remnant, that is a few, will be saved. Verse 28, since the Lord will execute his sentence completely and decisively on the earth. So this is a forecast of judgment, but with a remnant who will be saved. In verse 29, he's quoting from Isaiah 1, 9. And just as Isaiah predicted, if the Lord of hosts had not left us offspring, we would have become like Sodom. We would have been made like Gomorrah. And that's looking back to Genesis, the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah because of their wickedness. Lot and his family were rescued out of Sodom and Gomorrah. They really weren't part of this. They were just like foreigners there. And the angels rescued them. Then the cities were completely obliterated. There was no remnant saved out of Sodom and Gomorrah. And so Isaiah is predicting here that had the Lord not had this seed, this remnant that he would protect, then his judgment would have wiped them all out. There would be no remnant. Now, just a curious little bonus point here. The remnant will be saved. The actual uh, quote from Isaiah is a remnant will return. And that is the name of one of Isaiah's sons, Shehir Jashub, which is, a remnant will return. And so we see children of Hosea in the first part, and child of Isaiah in the second part, and they're 
names meaning being poured into this. So what do I make all this? The question, what about Israel? What about this? Gentiles and is God forgotten about Israel? Well, we'll see through here, no, God hasn't forgotten about Israel, but a remnant will be saved. So he had completely written them off, but he will call a remnant out of there. And it's a little reversed from what the Jews would have expected. They would expect that the majority of Jews to be brought into this spiritual chosen people, and maybe a few Gentiles come dribbling in, but it's been reversed. The majority of the church becomes Gentile, with just a few a remnant of Israel being saved. So he's still answering the question. Like I said, uh, the answer to the question, what about Israel, is chapters 9 through 11. And this is just bringing us almost to the end of chapter 9. So we still got a long ways to go. So what about Israel? Well, there's a difference between spiritual Israel and physical Israel. And God is free to do what he will do according to his purpose. And he calls who he wants to call. He has mercy on he wants to have mercy and hardens who he wants to harden. And Paul's using Old Testament quotes here to say, and God has said he's going to bring in this group of people who are not his people and call them his people, this group of people who were unloved, but now he loves, and he will rescue a remnant out of Israel. That is what constitutes this new spiritual group of God's people, the remnant of Israel and the Gentiles who were formerly not his people. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Romans.